A new law is requiring age verification to watch porn. Families moving out of Tokyo will get thousands of dollars per child. And Equinox banned new members on January 1st, sparking criticism. These are the weird stories for Thursday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast in 2023. Yeah, the only daily weird news podcast in the galaxy. Just bragging. A new law just passed in Louisiana that requires age verification in order to watch pornography. Way to turn back the clock 300 years, Louisiana. (laughs) We want age verification before you can watch the devil's footage. It says here the porn industry has been around for a long time, guys, as you know. And in today's digital age, business is booming. Every time there is a new technology, we figure out a way to make it work in the porn industry. And everyone has a smartphone on them, which means they have a whole, (laughs) they have the entire history of porn in their hand that they can access anytime. In this story, we have someone named Lori Schlegel. She is a Republican state representative in Louisiana who no doubt passed this horrible law through. The details of which are a little bit more draconian than you would think. It's requiring age verification for any website that contains 33% or more pornographic material, which could cover a lot. 33% really isn't that much. I've watched anime with 33% pornographic material. Every other show on Netflix has 33% more pornographic material. You're going to have to show your ID every time you stream a new show. Is that what's going on? Upload my ID again to watch this cop show. Here's a quote from this representative, Lori. Pornography is destroying our children, and they're getting unlimited access to it on the Internet. You know, I would love to see how Lori voted on the assault rifle ban. (laughs) No doubt she didn't step up to the podium and say assault rifles were destroying our children. But this pornography, sheesh. They have unlimited access to it on the internet, did you know? And so if the pornography companies aren't going to be responsible, I think we need to go ahead and hold them accountable. You know what I mean? Once again, our government stepping in and uh, acting as parents and deciding what values uh, we should be passing on to our children. I mean, this is a parenting issue at the end of the day. Louisiana is saying, you know what, we're not going to allow you to parent this. We're going to do this. There are ways in which you can monitor your child's online activity. Does everybody know that? And we should allow the parents to do that. Shouldn't be putting these just draconian, fascist, pornographic restrictions. I mean, this is ridiculous. According to Schlegel, websites would verify someone's age in collaboration with L.A. Wallet. I'm not sure what that is. says, so if you plan on using these sites in the future, you may want to download L.A. Wallet. Oh, I'm guessing L.A. Wallet's just going to track us now. Oh, the government's trying to track us now. They want to know every time we wank and everything else. It says here, using L.A. Wallet will require some of your personal personal information. But then they say the company must not retain the personal data after complete verification. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think we know what the companies do with our personal data. Oh, no, we're not going to keep it or anything. We're just going to throw it away. We're not going to sell it to third parties. Why would we do that? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. And if you believe that, guys, I have a bridge I'd like to sell you in Brooklyn. It's not too old, not too rickety. You'll like it. 
Just know, if you're in Louisiana watching pornography, there's a company out there that knows you are watching pornography and no doubt knows exactly what you're watching. The pages, the videos, probably, etc. It's all being saved somewhere. So act accordingly. A.K.A. Get a VPN, guys. VPN. Now, Schlegel, the lady that's trying to save our soul in the story, she claims problems like depression, erectile dysfunction, lack of motivation, and fatigue can be directly linked to porn. I would love to see the scientific journals that back this up. If you could, please. (laughs) You can't expect lawmakers to cite scientific journals when they're proposing changes in our behavior and rules for us? No, of course not. No scientific... Really? Erectile dysfunction that's been proven. Pornography causes depression. It's been proven. I'd like to see the data on that, please. Now, unfortunately, it says there is legislation, even in Washington, that's looking to implement something like this on a national level. We have a guy named Mike Lee, Republican of Utah, introduce a bill. Yeah, he's from Utah, of course. (laughs) Utah, they're living in 1213. We're going to let people in Utah make decisions on a national level for the rest of us? If that's the case, we'd never be able to have an alcoholic beverage during the Super Bowl. My God. Look, all of this is ridiculous behavior. And this is what happens when you don't have age restrictions on lawmakers in Washington. You just let them go until they die, until they croak. You know, you got 78-year-olds deciding what's healthy for the rest of us, what's depressing for the rest of us, what causes erectile dysfunction for the rest of us. Just because you can't get it up doesn't mean the rest of us are suffering from erectile dysfunction, you 85-year-old idiot lawmaker. All right, I'm rambling now way too much. So let me just stop and say, hey, what do you think about this, listeners of Weird AF News? Call the show, 646-450-2012. Japan is offering families 1 million yen per child to move out of Tokyo. The Japanese government is set to offer families relocating from the Tokyo metropolitan area up to 1 million yen, which is about $7,500 per child as part of efforts to reduce population concentration in the capital. The increase of up to 700,000 yen per child as a fresh incentive will come on top of the maximum 3 million yen in base financial support already given to relocating families. The new rule will be implemented in the fiscal year starting next April. A source familiar with the matter just said, people who reside in the 23 wards of Tokyo that make up the core metropolitan area, as well as those who commute there from surrounding areas, including Saitama, Chiba, and Kanagawa prefectures, are eligible for the relocation support as well. It says here, around 1,300 municipalities have taken part in the relocation support program during the current fiscal year. Recipients must live in a participating municipality for five years or longer while employed. They will be asked to return the money if they move out before the required period. The child support will be provided if a child is under 18 or if a child is 18 and in the final year of high school. Only 2,381 people have taken part in the previous relocation offer since 2019, it says. Now, you're probably wondering, how crowded is Tokyo that the government has to step up and offer you money to relocate from the city? Well... In the Japanese archipelago, did I say that correctly? Archipelago? There's 125 million people in Japan. 35 million, or 28%, actually live in Tokyo and the surrounding prefectures of Kanagawa, Saitama, and Chiba. Uh, Clearly, that's a lot more people living in Tokyo than the other places, but it's like that in New York as well. Such a high percentage of the state of New York is concentrated in the New York City and the boroughs. 
turns out here, here in Japan, though, we have earthquake considerations. And I think that's part of the reason they're trying to get people out of this giant city. In October, a 6.1 magnitude earthquake struck the capital. Buildings swayed. Traffic came to a standstill. Residents were told to take action to protect their lives as violent tremors rattled the city. In March, a 7.4 magnitude earthquake hit eastern Japan, killing at least four people, injuring more than 100 others, and cutting power to millions of homes. The quake struck off the coast of Japan's eastern Fukushima prefecture. Despite concerns surrounding the heavy concentration of people living in Tokyo, the number of babies born in Japan this year is actually below last year's record low in what the top government spokesman described as a very critical situation. They want babies. They've even had some programs to get people to have more babies. I've covered that on Weird AF News in the past. Now, I suppose it remains to be seen how many families in Japan take advantage of this 7500 per child to move out of Tokyo. If you really love Tokyo, though, I don't think 7500 is going to cut it. That's not enough, really, to get you out of there. And perhaps you can't even do the whole work-from-home thing. You may have to find a whole new job. It could be very uprooting making this move. There are other places of Japan, though, that are just gorgeous. I have visited Kyoto, and my goodness, if I could live there, oh, just Google that place. The photos, the temples, my goodness. It's just like, you got to look at these things, man. Anyways, I would love to hear from somebody living in Japan on this particular story. love to get some more information as to why the government is trying to entice people to make this move. I mean, I've, I see in the article they give a couple of reasons, but there's got to be more than this. And I wasn't able to find any more, so a little help from someone in Tokyo, maybe. I know I have a, at least one listener in Tokyo, but I don't know if you can call the show. So email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. A very popular gym has banned new members starting January 1st, which has sparked some criticism, of course. High-end fitness chain Equinox did not accept new members on January 1st, a day in which many people commit to jump-starting their New Year's resolutions and goals by joining a gym. Here's a quote from the company on social media. January is a language we don't understand. It wants you to start something when you actually should be in the middle of it. Equinox says it wasn't signing up new clients on January 1st, calling the month, quote, this is a fantasy delivered to your door in a pastel-colored box. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it sounds like they're being very insensitive to people who want to get going on life change on January 1st, which is the time when a lot of us sort of try new things. <laughs> like maybe you don't typically go to a gym. Maybe you typically don't go to yoga and you try it. Maybe you typically don't eat kale because it tastes like garbage. And you decide, you know, what? I'm going to start on January 1st. I'm going to get my life turned around. Equinox is having no part of it, though. And maybe they don't need the business. I don't know. This is a private company, though. They can do what they want. Let's remember that. Now, of course, there's a lot of criticism of Equinox's decision and a lot of people are claiming that they are shaming those trying to start healthier habits in 2023. One Twitter user wrote, Take your resolutions somewhere else. It's such an embarrassing caption, Equinox. Stop it with the bullying, okay? Stop it with the bullying. Wow, we really have moved into a place where the word bullying is just thrown around way too much, guys. Way too... I mean, it's almost as though we don't really realize what bullying is. I was bullied in school because I was very small. I was an easy target. If it wasn't for me being funny to get myself out of these situations, I would have been bullied a lot more. 
I can sh- I can tell you about bullying, real bullying. This is not bullying. Another person on Twitter chimed in. If someone wants to have a goal on January 1st that's going to make them healthier, stronger, and live longer, you should encourage it, Equinox. Don't stomp on them for it. Start your goal whenever you want, people. Do what works for you, even if it is January 1st. Now, Equinox is a high-end fitness club. They operate about 106 clubs across the U.S. They also have hotels and spas. According to Brian Collins, who worked on this concept at Equinox, the point of this campaign was to snub short-term New Year resolutions and encourage some dedication. He said, To drive this message home, the entire Equinox chain is preventing new customers from attaining Equinox memberships on this New Year's Day. All right, I mean, the other thing going on here is there's sort of a loophole to this in that you could have gone on January 2nd, I assume, and joined Equinox, which kind of doesn't really work with what the company's trying to do because someone going on January 1st rather than the 2nd, I mean, it's still still the same sort of person trying to upstart their, what you're calling, short-term health goals instead of long-term health goals. Anyways... I think the whole thing is silly, to be honest. There's other gyms out there. Just go to other gyms, bro. And if you know anything about Equinox, their fees are high, man. It's a lot of money to join Equinox compared to other gyms. And yes, of course, they have a lot of amenities, but you can find those amenities in other gyms for less money. So I say go to other places, man. Screw Equinox. But I also say they're a private company. They can do what they want. I mean, come on. I suppose I should say that I have not made any New Year's resolutions. I typically don't. Maybe because... Um, I've achieved all my goals, so, like, why bother, guys? (laughs) No, I don't know. I just don't do it. It just puts too much pressure on me, really. I mean, I should make a resolution to get out of this closet, but I don't know. I I think it suits me at this point. Do you guys have any New Year's resolutions you'd like to throw at me? Call the show. You got the number. Yay! This news is weird. Yeah, and I recorded in a closet. News is weird. Yeah, shout out to TLC, baby. Big fans. Oh, I just got tickets to see. Oh, check this out. I'm going to see New Edition, Keith Sweat, and Guy. I just got a ticket. I'm going alone, solo. I got a front. You know, when you buy a solo ticket, you get like, you can find good deals. Because they're harder to sell. No one wants to buy a single ticket. So I was able to get like a front row ticket on the balcony, which is amazing. You couldn't find row one at that price, but for one ticket, you could find it. So I, I hope I've inspired you guys to go to a show all alone. <laughs> Save some money. I know I'm going to look like a freak all alone. I don't give a damn, man. I do what I do. All right. Anyways, uh, let me see here. We have someone buying me coffee. I just love when people buy me coffee. I am highly caffeinated right now. Could you tell how fast I was reading? Okay, James M. bought me coffee off my website, weirdafnews.com. Dot com. How did I not get that up? Weirdafnews.com. Plug, plug. James M. bought me a coffee and wrote, Happy New Year, Jonesy. Thanks again for always putting a smile on my face whenever I listen to your pod. Here's to another year full of weird news and funny name pronunciations. Good luck with your life, masshole. This is amazing. I love that he threw in masshole. James, that's so awesome of you to say that because you heard me say it before. I prefer to be called a masshole uh, on one of those stories rather than a citizen of Massachusetts. Thank you for remembering that and bringing that back. Good luck with your life, masshole. That was it's unbelievable. Great shout out. Thank you, James. I appreciate you. Uh, I got some callers after this, some people that called the show. 
So I will post those if you want to stick around for that. Tomorrow's Friday, so we're doing Florida Friday. All the Florida news from this week. Send me articles. Send me links to Florida weirdness from the week. You can email them, funnyjones at gmail.com. You can tweet them to me, at funnyjones. Instagram in my DM, at funnyjones as well. I would love to get all the Florida articles ready to go, and we'll try and put out the best and first Florida Friday for the new year. Should be good. Uh, lastly, if you want to support the show, weirdafnews.com is the place. You can do all those things. Buy me a coffee. Join the Patreon. I put in some content the last two days inside the Patreon. So keeping it beefy in there. If you're looking for extra weird stuff or just more of me, then uh, you're going to want to join the Patreon. And you can do so for as little as two bucks a month. That's like buying me a half a coffee in LA, if we're being honest. Or like one Seven Eleven coffee. I don't even know if the 7-Eleven coffee is that cheap, to be honest with you. But anyways, all right. Well, so we'll see you tomorrow for Florida Friday, guys. Make sure you're present, okay? Wear your best clothes. Hey, Jonesy. It's Lisa Blankenship from Huntington, West Virginia. I was just listening to part two of your uh, Best of 2022 podcast. And, boy, that vabbing, I don't know. I sure hope they're clean down there when they start vabbing because you can get the wrong attention if you're not clean. <laughs> uh, and um, that um, Oklahoma guy saying that Bigfoot told him to kill his uh, friend, that's kind of, ooh, this world, I'm telling you. And, um, Jonesy, I want to tell you, um, don't worry about being quick with your outro um all your fans love you and if people get tired of hearing you they can quit they can uh you know turn their device off but you're never too long-winded for me i just love you bunches and uh i want to wish all the weirdos uh good health and good luck and uh just love Jonesy and this podcast and all the weirdo community and um I want to wish um Hannah good luck at the blind center where she's going to get some independent training for her blindness and glad uh Jonesy's doing better with his whatever he was sick with and Connie and and uh thanks everyone for your best wishes for tater and okay just keep the good work up jonesy we're your fans and the ones that aren't they're just out of the loop they're dumb okay people that don't like your podcast they're stupid ignorant stupid people and i'll catch you on the next time bye yay Hey everybody, this is here's the Angry Florida Man, and uh, I'd just like to make something clear to uh, Mr. Jonesy. I, I sent you a text message wishing you a, a happy new year and whatnot, and, and, and that's expected because I, I like to, I like to keep in touch with my friends with, with, with text messages. But my spelling is, is that of a Florida man, and and I, I you know you said thank you, you know thank you, you did a good job last week, blah blah blah, and I went to text you back aw oh, shucks and uh apparently i didn't know how to spell aw oh, and i wrote it like uh, however i wrote it i don't know and and, and then i wrote shucks and I, I left the s off of it so i got some weird variation of a uh, shuck uh, and i wrote that and i sent it to you and I, and I don't blame you for not getting back at me 
I just didn't want to get misconstrued in the uh, in in the alliteration. And uh, back to the winter classic. <laughs>